Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. Friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051, 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org, friendshipwithgod.org, or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here is our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Let's pray. Father, we do ask you now, as we have so many times, and you've been so faithful to us each time, to, Lord, open your word to us, open our understanding to, Lord, that we might see the one in whom you delight in, the Lord Jesus, we pray in his precious name. Amen. Amen. Matthew. <laughs> okay. Matthew. If you would turn, please, to Matthew chapter 1. Chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Not Genesis, Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. The first verse says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. Judas begat Pharaoh and Zerah of Tamar. Pharaoh begat Esram. Esram begat Aram. Aram begat Aminabab. Aminadab begat Naasan. Naasan begat Solomon. Solomon begat Boaz of Ruth. I mean, of, of Rahab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse. Jesse begat David the king. David be, the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Rehoboam. Rehoboam begat Abiah. Abiah begat Asa. Asa begat Josaphat. Josaphat begat Yoram. Yoram begat Ozias. Ozias begat Jehotham. Jehotham begat Ahaz. Ahaz begat Ezekias. Ezekias begat Manasseh. Manasseh begat Ammon. Ammon begat Josiah, Josiah begat Jochaniah and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon and after they were brought to Babylon. Jochaniah begat Salatiel, Salatiel begat Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel begat Abiud, and Abiud about Eliakim, Eliakim begat Azor, Azor begat Zadok, Zadok begat Achim, Achim begat Eliud, and Eliud begat Eleazar, Eleazar begat Matan, Matan begat Jacob, Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. So are all the generations for Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Okay, so how did I do with all those words? <laughs> all right, I'm not going to be doing that very often. All right. <laughs> So here we are, six and a half years later, 346 classes down, and the study of the first book of the Bible of the Old Testament, book of Genesis, is done. So today we start a new book in the, in the first book of the New Testament, the book of Matthew. Last time I taught this book, you will all remember, was here, right here, standing right here. I started that on December 8th, 1979. So I'm sure you were all here during that time, right? <laughs> 
So I expect many of you to say, you already said that. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, I love this book of Matthew. I love this book of Matthew because being Jewish, being lost, this was the first book that I started to read 48 years ago, and it changed my life. I mean, the book of Matthew changed my life. The Bible changed my life. The Bible, I found the Bible to be a book of life. I mean, just the term, the Bible. Anybody know what the term Bible means? All right, so the Bible means book, means book, and, and that's, that's good because it's the book. That's what it is, it's the book. It's the book that God gave to man. It's the words of God to man. And what an amazing book this is. And so another place in the Bible is called the Oracles of God. In other words, the words of God, what God said. And it was written by one people, as you know, the Jewish people, because God committed his Bible, his words, to the Jewish people. That's what it says in Romans 3. Romans 3.1 says that. What advantage then hath the Jew, and what profit is there of circumcision? Much every way. Chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. That's, a, that, that's what the Bible was committed to the Jewish people. The, the words of God were committed to them. We know the Bible took a long time to write the Bible. It took over 1,600 years. It spanned many different periods of time. Some of the Bible was written during the period when the Jewish people were slaves in Egypt. Some of the Bible was written during the period when the Jewish people were the most powerful nation on earth. Some of the Bible was written during the period when the Jewish people were, 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 were slaves and exiles in Babylon or in Persia. Some of the Bible was written when, during the period when the Jewish people were in the diaspora. They were scattered all over the earth. Some of the, and, and, and the Bible was written in different places as well. Some of the parts of the Bible were written in the desert of Arabia, of all places. I mean, parts of these Bible, parts of the Bible was written as we would expect in the land of Canaan, the promised land, Israel. Parts of the Bible were written in Babylon. Parts of the Bible were written in Persia. Parts of the Bible were written in Asia Minor and in Greece and in Rome. Some of the Bible was written in prisons. Some of the Bible was written in palaces. There's so many different variations of times and places where it was written and of authors. It's over there, 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 there's, there's 40 authors that, that, that of the Bible, and they represent the, the extremes of life. I mean, some of the authors were statesmen. Some of the authors were fishermen. Some of the authors were kings and rulers. Some of the authors were prisoners. Some were shepherds. Some were intellectual giants. Some spoke many languages. Some spoke only one language. And the Bible is written... And not just one language. The Bible, some of the Bible's written in Hebrew. Some of the Bible's written in Aramaic. Some of it's written in, in Greek. And, and it's not just in one form. It's not just like, you know, it's not like you're reading a newspaper when you read the Bible. Some of the Bible is written in historical form. Some of it's written in poetical form. Some of it's written in lyrical form, like to be sung. And so there's so many differences in the composition of the Bible. And, 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 but when you get into a deep study of the Bible, it reveals something amazing. And that is that with all these differences of people who wrote it, places, positions, and forms, it's a book. It's one book. It all comes across. It's very obviously, very evidently 
just one book. And why is that? What is the reason why the Bible is one book? It's because behind all these men, it's obvious there's one author. There's just one author that's putting the whole book together. And that's given to us in 2 Peter 1.21. 2 Peter 1.21 makes it very clear when it says about the Bible, the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So God is the author of the Bible, which is why we call it the Word of God, the Word from God. That's what makes the Bible so great. Because what we come to understand when we study the Bible is that when God speaks, the Bible speaks. And when the Bible speaks, God speaks. So this is God's book to man. It's a, it's a word to man. It starts in Genesis, as we've been studying, um, with, with the creation of man. He's created. He's a free-willed agent. He makes his own choices. God sets out this great goal for man, which is basically be with me. That's God's goal for man. Be with God. And, 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 uh, and it ends in the book of Revelation with the fulfillment of his goal, where we see man with God in heaven forever. Man needs the Bible. Man needs the Bible like man needs God. I was just talking to a lost friend this, this, this week uh, about a particular great need, friend's life. And, and, and as I was speaking and so forth, I, I, I began to sense again the nervousness of, of facing this life problem without God. And it, and it began to, 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 to just, I could see again, the lost need God. The lost need the peace of God. And as I talked with my friend, I was, it was painful to be reminded of what it feels like to be alone without God in the world and just hoping to jo- dodge another bullet and, and, and try to have a good time in life. Because, and, and so it, it just emphasized again to me, man needs God. Man needs the Bible. The Bible is, is profitable, and it talks about some of the profit of the Bible in, in 2 Timothy 3.16, 2 Timothy 3.16, where it speaks about some of the profitability of the Bible when it says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for, and here's a list, doctrine, what's right, reproof, what's not right, correction, how to get right, instruction in righteousness, how to stay right, and, and the man of God can be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All that stuff about right, that's not in the scripture. I had it anyway, doesn't matter. But, so the, pro, the, the Bible is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and, 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 and that's why we study the Bible. We study the Bible because of all the benefits of why it's profitable for us. I mean, for, we need light, and the Bible gives light where we need light. We, 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 our pride rises up in us, and, and we need the Bible. The Bible humbles us. We, 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 we come to the Bible. We're ignorant. We don't know these things. So the Bible teaches us. We're, in life, we get unsure. We're shaky. We don't know. The Bible gives us a, an example for how, how, how to be secure. It gives us stability when we're wavering. A Bible, when, when we don't know, we're, we go through life, we think oh, everything's fine, and we're unsuspecting. The Bible comes along and warns us. You know, we're, we're, we're unaware of any problems. The Bible's like an alarm bell. It just sounds an alarm. Uh, the, the, before, when we're sinning, 
The Bible comes along and terrifies us when you know when we're when we're when we're uh, deceived internally. When we're when we're self deceived, the Bible comes and gives us a mirror and exposes us. When when we're lost, the Bible saves us. When we're vulnerable, the Bible protects us. When we're dead in sins, the Bible revives us. When we're defiled as we were considering this morning in, in communion time, when we're defiled, the Bible cleanses us. When we go astray, the Bible corrects us. When we fall down, the Bible restores us. When we're broken, the Bible heals us. When we just get, when our hearts get just, we're just so cold, cold to the Lord, cold to the things of God, then the Bible rekindles us. When we're, when we're hard, hard-hearted, no, no milk of human kindness. The Bible softens us. When we're stubborn, Bible changes, reforms us. When we're blind, guides us. When we're really sad, something happens that really saddens us and throws us into the depths of, of sorrow, Bible comforts us. When we fall down, it lifts us. When we're weak, the Bible strengthens us. When we, when, when we t- say the lost, that, 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 that you're, and they know they've been rejected by God, the Bible welcomes them. It, it makes, it makes the, it makes happy for the misery. When, when there's no peace, as God says in, in, in Isaiah, there's no peace to the wicked. It's like the troubled sea when it cannot rest. The Bible gives peace. When there's a hunger in the soul, when there's a thirst in the soul, the Bible comes along, it feeds, it gives drink. It satisfies the empty soul. And where there's no belief, where, there, where there's just like a, a state of unbelief, like I was telling my friend in, in Israel, or my friend, my Jewish friend in, in, in London, I said, the problem with you is you have the disease of unbelief, that's all. But so what is that? This, the, that's the bad news. What's the good news? The Bible gives faith. The, uh, when, when, the, when, we, when we're downhearted, the Bible encourages. When we just feel like we don't have any goal in life. You know, so that's why all of a sudden you get this book here, The Purpose Driven Life. It's a bestseller. Why? People don't have a purpose in life. The Bible gives purpose to the apathetic. And we feel like, you know, my life is wasted. I, I, you know, what have I done with my life? My life is wasted. The Bible gives fruit. And, and, and it gives meaning to life. It seems like life's a sense. The Bible gives meaning. We're desperate. It gives us hope. And, and, but most of all, when a person, when we and a person are godless, the Bible gives God to man. Apart from that, the Bible's useless. <laughs> no, but the Bible, that's why the Bible is so important. And, and, and so when we open the book of Matthew, the, being the first book of the book in the New Testament, we're opening the book of the, of, of the Bible. It's so very important. Now, one thing to see as we open the book of Matthew, and you, you, you see the title, in there at the top of the page, I hope you do, at least mine says that. Does yours say that? It says the gospel according to Matthew. Anyway, we always said the gospel. That's an important title. Why? Because this book is called the gospel according to Matthew. That's a very important designation. It, it, it's not the gospel of Matthew. And, 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 and it's not the gospel of Mark. And it's not the gospel of Luke. It's not the gospel of John. Those are not four different gospels. They're one single gospel as seen by four different persons or they're viewed from four different angles or four different perspectives. So don't expect when you read these 
four accounts here that you're going to get an exact same wording or point of view by each one because it's the gospel according to the writer. That's why it's the gospel according to Matthew, the gospel according to Mark, the gospel according to Luke, and the gospel according to John. All four of these writers are giving us a different point of view, but it's one complete gospel. So now, the gospel according to Matthew or, or, is focused on the Lord Jesus Christ as the fulfiller of the Old Testament, of the Old Testament prophecies. As a matter of fact, the phrase that it might be fulfilled, you know that phrase, that it might be fulfilled, you don't even find that in the book of Mark. You don't even find that in the book of Luke. I mean, you find it the most used in, 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 in 10 times in, in the gospel according to Matthew. So this, this book, the, the gospel according to Matthew, is the most connected to the Old Testament. It's probably why I'm drawn to it, to Matthew. Now, and, and so if you picture two train cars, you have two train cars, and the first train car is called the Old Testament, and the second train car is called the New Testament, the gospel of, Mar- of uh, Matthew here, that's the link. That's what attaches the two train cars together. Here's the, is, and, and so the, there's accounts that are, that, are, that, that, that are written that say that the book of Matthew was written in Hebrew and then translated into Greek. Okay, now, Matthew, he's the writer, obviously. He's the writer uh, of the book here, Matthew. And, and it's always interesting to see uh, the, the meaning of the names. I mean, Matthew, the, the, the name Matthew is, is actually uh, two names put together. Matan, you, you may remember in Hebrew, the word matan or natan, same thing. Matan, natan, that means gift. That means gift. Nathan means gift. Matt means gift. Matt, your name means gift. <laughs> if you didn't know that. Okay, so, so, but, 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 you know, not, not con means gift. Matt, Matt, Matt means gift. Matt, Matt means gift. Okay, Matan means gift. I'm getting all confused. But anyway, you understand what I'm trying to say. So, Nathan, Nathaniel, Nathaniel means gift from God. Nathaniel means gift from God. Matshu, Matya, as it is, Matya, Ya means God, so it's the same thing. So Matya, Matthew, means a gift from God. So uh, when you look at Matthew in the lineup uh, there in, 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 uh, of the disciples and so forth, Matthew and John were the only two of the gospel, the gospel writers there that were apostles. It was just Matthew and John. Matthew was a tax collector, which means it's important, you know, I know we, we say a tax collector, no, no, but you have to look at the tax collector's job. It wasn't that he was corrupt and doing all the stuff they shouldn't be doing, but it also meant that Matthew was, was an accountant because that was his job. He was working with numbers. You know, maybe he was a, 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 a CRA. Maybe he was a certified Roman accountant. I don't know. But anyway, he was an accountant, which means he had kind of a business mind. And, and so the gospel, according to Matthew, is really looking at the gospel from a business perspective, perspective from an accountant perspective. And, and this is the personality of Matthew. And it's coming through in this book because, you know, a businessman is, is a good businessman if he's got organizational skills. It's important to have organizational skills in business. So you'll see in this book 
that Matthew has organized this book uh, according to, to, to certain topics. For example, it's Matthew that will organize what happened in this town and what happened in that town. And, 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 and that's like a bookkeeper, you know, where you can see the, 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 the tab that he's put on his file and he's put all the things in that file. So he's, he, he, he is organizing, for example, also he's organizing in this genealogy alone. He's the only person who does this where he, he sees the genealogy of the Lord in terms of three sets of organizations, three sets of organizations, which are generations, Three sets of generations, he sees them. And the three sets, each set has 14. So there's 14 generations. You know, it's 14 generations from, you know, from, from Abraham. Anyway, the Abraham to David and from David to the carrying of Babylon and the Babylon to the Lord. These are 14 generations. Can't you just see Matthew? He's sitting at a table. He's a tax collector. He's organized. He's got 14 coins here and 14 coins here and 14 coins here. He's stacking them, See? And so this is what he's doing there. You know, he's got, he's got 14 coins in this stack, 14 coins in this stack, 14 coins in this stack. The accountant says, there, right? Comes to this, there's 14 generations in this stack, 14 generations in that stack, 14 generations in that stack. Makes him happy. He goes, there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a book writer. It's a, it's, a, it's a bookkeeper. That's what he is. So, so and, but the Lord spoke through Matthew. But the Lord did not override the personality of Matthew. And, and, and that's why you can have a, a, a fire and brimstone loud preacher in a pulpit, and God will speak to that person in his personality. On the other hand, you have this, this very meek, you know, hospital worker who goes to the bedside of a patient, and God will speak to that person. Why? Because God does not override the personalities uh, 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 of the person. The message is from God. It's delivered by Matthew, the accountant. It's delivered by Matthew, the bookkeeper. It's delivered in a business-like style. Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor, here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org and sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestorationministries.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California, Santee, California, 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org, tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. Or for more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. Reach Israel. Join Tom Cantor for the second annual Israel Restoration Ministries Jewish Evangelism and Training Conference in San Diego, California, February 22nd and 23rd at the Creation and Earth History Museum. 
early bird registration, only $99, includes a two-day conference pass, meals, teaching, creation museum, and tabernacle admission, plus over $150 worth of equipping resources. Come hear Tom Cantor, Dr. Michael Brown, Dan Sered, and more on how we can reach the lost in America and Israel on February 22nd and 23rd. Call 619-599-1104, 619-599-1104, or sign up at ReachIsrael.com. That's ReachIsrael.com. What are you doing Sunday nights? Join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at the Creation and Earth History Museum in Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for the Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. Israel Restoration Ministries is excited to announce a limited-time offer for our Friendship with God Study Bible and Hymnal. This package includes a large-printed Genuine Lambskin Leather Bible featuring over 30,000 Bible column and inline scripture references, maps, timelines, and frequently asked questions. In addition, you'll also receive our Friendship with God hymnal. This hymnal, the first of its kind, contains over 1,000 hymns and melodies, making it the largest collection ever printed. Included with your purchase, you'll also receive a complimentary engraving of your name on either book. For more information, visit us at friendshipwithgod.org or give us a call at 619-599-1104. That's 619-599-1104.